0: It could have been great. Well, when we get into a relationship, it has so much potential, right? And it feels like it has endless potential. And it's so exciting and new and you just feel so good and you just feel like this new person is gonna change your life. Well, we are human beings and we are flawed. We make a lot of mistakes. And oftentimes, well, let's be honest, we're pretty clueless about relationships. And it's not easy because, unfortunately, we're not really taught about relationships. In school, What what is our understanding of relationships but kind of fumbling and bumbling and watching what our parents have done? But who taught them? We assume that they're because our parents We've always had this, like, we look up to them. This We just assume that things that they do are great. But let's be honest. Most of our parents, well, or maybe not most, but probably slightly more than half, couldn't make their relationship work, and they wound up getting divorced. Very sad. And one of the things that I always try and do with you guys is help you have healthier relationships. Because the bottom line is, A lot of you guys are only trying to get your ex back, and I understand that, but there are also many of you guys that really want to understand this and make life-lasting changes, and that is what I want to do for you guys, is, yes, I want to help you get your ex back, of course, and I know most of you guys are watching this in a hard time, where you just feel like there's no chance of re-attracting them, but... What you don't understand is the other side of it that I see all day long is that there's a good chance that they are going to reach out to you at some point. And I want you to be ready for that. I want you to be their best option and be healthier and be able to communicate and understand their needs and your needs and all the different aspects of a relationship that you need to have to make things work. So... It's tough because a lot of our relationships could have been great had we made small adjustments and changes. Maybe had we learned some of these skills, how to communicate a little bit better, or having some more empathy, or, let's face it, being able to control your own anxiety level in the relationship. Many, many relationships would work If we only knew how anxiety affects our relationships, our behavior, and we turn our partner off. Um, So, I got a good email today from a guy in his early 60s. Now, he's dating a woman that was in her early 50s. And they broke up a few months ago. Now, they dated for three years, but they did have a couple of on-and-off periods. So he said, I came from a solid family. Parents married 50 years. So did she. About the same time. Though, father wasn't present much in her growing up because he was at the family business all the time. She lived with me for the last two years. She was with me for a year, broke up for 11 months, then said she did not get what she thought out of her in-between relationship and came back to me. So that tells me things obviously weren't great. Okay? Because she left this guy and they were separated for almost a year and then went back. Now, if you think about it, this is kind of what I say all the time and even just in the beginning of this video, your ex will often revisit the idea of getting back with you. You see it right here in this example. They were together, right? What happened? They were broken up for almost a a a year, 11 months. Then she went back to him when it didn't work out with the other guy. Exactly what I said at the beginning of the video. What's the other part of that that you don't want to miss out on? What happened? Now, he didn't do the work. He didn't learn the skills that I've just told you about in the beginning of the video. And guess what? Obviously, he didn't know about my stuff and my work back then. But the point is, which is what I tell you guys, he didn't do the work, and now he's on the verge of a breakup. Well, this is a breakup. This is not on the verge. They're broken up. So, that's exactly what I see all the time. And here you're seeing it play out in this very email but it happened in past tense a long time ago, but it's just like I say. So, he didn't work on himself, improve himself in all that time, and now you're going to see how and why, because, well, wait, you see how he treats her. She told me she loved me every day, even the day that she left. She called me on her way home from work, as she did every day, to tell me she was heading to my house where we lived then called me right before I was leaving work to come home. Long story short, she said to me, Well, I might as well tell you, as you'll know soon, I have packed up my things and I'm going to stay at my house. Don't call me. Don't come there. I am blocking you from my phone. Well, that certainly came out of nowhere for him. And when I read the email, I was like, what the heck? Why would she do this? I mean, that is very drastic. Why did she do it? Let's think about this, or let's just read on. So, of course, I assume that she has met someone else, or why block me? Well, that was one of the initial things that I was thinking, too. But I think there's more to it. She would communicate through emails only, and still does. I have tried no contact, but she's always has a way of emailing me hurtful or hateful emails that I feel I have to defend to set the facts straight. Well, let's talk about this for a minute. You're saying, I'm trying no contact, okay? And what I teach with no contact is that you don't reach out, okay? I don't... It's, it's almost like your thinking here is that she's emailing you and you are supposed to be ignoring her because you're in this contact-free period where neither of you are supposed to be messaging each other. I don't believe that at all. If somebody messages you, you want to communicate. You don't want to ignore them. And I don't think there's any kind of period where you want to go ignoring them or leaving them alone, anything like that. I think what's going on here is you're getting a little bit confused about the purpose of not reaching out. And it's simply that if somebody breaks up with you and, and they end the relationship with you, you're going to move on. Okay? But if they reach out to you, yeah, you want to try and, you know, work things out or see if they do. If they want to work it out, then yeah. But what's going on here, right? She's emailing him. What is she doing? She's emailing me hurtful and hateful things where he feels he needs to set facts straight. But why is she sending him hurtful emails, okay? Obviously there's got to be something going on. She's he initially thought there's another guy, which I kind of thought too, but then why send the emails like this if she's moved on to some other guy? She's going to be like, no, 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 I'll move on. More so than trying to send him emails. I think she's really angry at him. Most of her emails are attacking my character or telling me what a piece of crap liar I am. Here we go. Because she had found some old texts and emails in my phone to a girl I was seeing during our breakup But it also had info that I had met the girl before she broke up with me the first time. Now we see what's going on here. Okay? He was talking to another girl, and she found out. Now, in his mind, he's thinking, well, this happened a year ago, or however long it was. Um, But for her, it was... It was now. It was just as painful as if it had happened yesterday. And I can understand this. And I actually saw something very, very similar happen to this. Uh, Like this happened to a good friend of mine. Where she had found that her ex or that her boyfriend had cheated on her. And the way she did it was one of her friends had a phone problem. So, she said, let me give you my boyfriend's old phone. The screen is broken, but you can get it repaired. Well, I guess she looked at the phone. When she turned it on, she happened to see text messages that had happened many, many months ago, but she was furious, and rightfully so, because, I mean, she found out that this guy had cheated on her, and she saw these graphic text messages. So that's just like this situation and she was so so hurt and angry they broke up and they wound up they wound up working it out but it took a lot of hard work but I could tell you from seeing a friend go through a very similar experience she was just so hurt and angry and betrayed and even though it had happened probably 8 or 9 months beforehand it felt like he had done it the day before okay in her mind in her world it had just happened so he says she is very smart to get into my phone when i was sleeping why did i keep that stuff in my phone well just dumb well it's almost like you wanted to get caught right why would you leave that in your phone i believe she keeps a connection to me because she will go 10 days and then contact me with something I have to defend, not anything indicating she wants me back in. I figured this is a lifeline. She's keeping open to me and not wanting to regret her decision to leave. Today, she emailed me. She said, This could have been a great thing if you weren't a fool. My reply was, You already won. Put your axe down. My question is, should I play harder and tell her to move on even though she was the one who broke up? His question, the way he worded it, was very confusing to me. Um, But I'm thinking that he just means, should I try harder for her or tell her to move on even though she was the one that broke up with me? Uh, Well, I think what's going on here is we have somebody that is very hurt and very angry. And I don't think you're doing a nice job of validating her feelings. And I think that's a big part of the problem here. Because she's coming at you because she still cares about you, but she's angry. And you're saying, you already won. Put your axe down. Well, what I would do, and this is a really, really, really important skill, and I know I need to talk about it in more videos, because it's absolutely powerful, powerful to com- communicate with your partner, with the mirroring, validating, and empathizing. And I talk about it in my video, The Reason Couples Argue. But when somebody, if somebody said this to me, like, this could have been great uh, if you weren't a fool, I would have mirrored it, and I would have said, I know you're really angry at me, then I would have validated it. And you have every right to be angry at me because I betrayed your trust. Then you empathize with her. And you know what? If you had done something like this to me, I would be so hurt and angry, and I don't know if I could forgive you either. Mirroring, validating, and empathizing is one of the most critical skills that you can do, and you guys better absolutely learn it if you want to be your partner or ex's best option. Um... I know I need to do more videos where I'm really explaining it and coming up with some examples. But uh, go back and watch that uh, video that I was just mentioning, The Reason Couples Argue. And I give a couple examples in that one. But you've got to understand this woman is really hurt by what you've done. And now she doesn't trust you. And she's angry. And part of her is testing you, I think, to see, do you still care about her? And I don't think you're showing that you do. And so, what I would do in this situation is I would wait for her to reach out, like she's doing, and I would, you know, do something like the mirroring, validating, and empathizing, and I would take responsibility and say, you know what? I, I caused this. This was my fault. I betrayed you. You just found out about it, and you have every right to be angry. And And, you know, really empathize with what she's going through and say, you know... I don't deserve another chance at this, but if you do want to give me one, then, you know, let's talk about it and, you know, take things from there. But, you know, a big part of this is that she's really hurt and angry by what you've done. And, you know, we have to work on our areas of weakness in order to better our relationships and our relating with a partner, it's not easy. Many of you guys come from homes where your parents aren't together, or maybe you've had very little relationship with one of your parents, even raised by your grandparents. So it's tough, I know, because my mom was married three times, and my dad was married three times. Now, fortunately, my dad is on his third marriage, but he's been married for the last, let me see, uh, almost uh, 30 years now worked out for him so uh we can learn and we can find a partner that works well with us but we have to grow my dad has grown and i have grown and you are growing and that is how we relate better and have better relationships got to work on our weaknesses always to better ourselves if you get stagnant and you give up because you didn't get your ex back Well, you're going to see just like I warned you in this one. Eleven months later, she went back to him. Now, what about had he discovered my work and he'd been working on himself for those eleven months? You think they'd be going through this breakup right now? No. He would have known how to handle things and things would have gone much smoother. So, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype coaching. And if it's a real emergency, I do offer emergency after-hours coaching where you can get with me within 24 hours. If you like the video, throw a like on there. And be sure to subscribe to the channel because I do post videos Monday through Friday. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I will talk with you soon.